And as the owner of two speech therapy businesses here in Tucson, Arizona, I do have that experience and it's nice to share that information with others because when I started, you've heard it time and time again on these podcasts, I mean, I looked and searched and searched for things to do, things to read, people to talk to. I mean, everybody that I wanted to speak to who had these big successful clinics, they wouldn't talk. They wouldn't share that information, but I want to do that. I want to share this information with you so you guys can improve your business and improve your life. Solid, Solid. sustaining, and successful. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast with your host, Kyle Meads, speech and language pathologist. Listen, learn, and prosper as we share our experience and knowledge so that you can improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Well, hello everyone. You're listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. This is episode number 20. My name is Kyle Meads and I'm a speech pathologist since 1993. And these podcasts are designed to help you improve your business and your life one podcast at a time. Well, welcome back to the show. Thanks again for all the listeners out there who are giving me comments and tweets and emails. I really appreciate it. As of today, today is the 18th. 18th of October 2016. We have over 7,000 listeners to the show, and for those of you who have been there since the beginning, it's a big deal. We started out with two or three people, and it's just growing every week, and it's nice to see when I log on to the show data and look at the statistics. I look at it on a monthly trend, and it's just growing and growing and growing, and it's so nice to help other people like yourself build and start and grow and scale a speech therapy private practice. And as the owner of two speech therapy businesses here in Tucson, Arizona, I do have that experience and it's nice to share that information with others because when I started, you've heard it time and time again on these podcasts, I mean, I looked and searched and searched for things to do, things to read, people to talk to. I mean, everybody that I wanted to speak to who had these big successful clinics, they wouldn't talk. They wouldn't share that information, but I want to do that. I want to share this information with you so you guys can improve your business and improve your life. And also on that note, I have another space available for the perfect student. Now, the perfect student is where you're going to be able to come in to Tucson, Arizona at your own expense. You're going to have to spend some money, get on a plane, fly into Tucson, and you're going to work with me hand in hand, and we can work together. I'll show you all the primary aspects of a outpatient speech therapy clinic. I will also show you how to run a home health practice if you wish, and I will show you how we do our referrals, how we schedule our referrals, how we build the referral base, how we collect it. I'll show you all the aspects of a thriving private practice. And I was just doing payroll the other day, and I noticed we have over 30 people on our payroll between two businesses, and we see well over 1,500 patients per month. So we have the experience to help you grow your practice. Now, this is for someone who wants to supercharge their growth. This is not for someone who just wants to think about starting a private practice. This is for that person who wants to really just dive in and cut to the chase and get it done. Because if you're looking to grow and scale a business, this is the way to do it. So if you're interested in becoming a perfect student, email me, kyle at privateslp.com. In the subject line, put the perfect student. 
And again, tell me about yourself. Tell me about what you're up to. Give me some information. Are you just starting your private practice? Are you just growing it? Do you have employees? How many patients do you see per week? Do you accept insurances? Are you credentialed with all the carriers in your area? So let me know that information so I can help you better. And I might even just pick up the phone and call you. So leave a number on there too. That's not a guarantee, but I want to ask you questions. I'm definitely going to email you back. So again, this service isn't free, but for the right person, I think you'll get a great ton of value out of this. So yeah, it's called The Perfect Student. Email me, Kyle at PrivateSLP.com if you're interested. And also, I wanted to talk to you today about burnout. I was talking to a few colleague friends of mine, and you know, I said, hey, I need another topic for the podcast. And she says, hey, talk about burnout. And you know, I was really thinking about that this morning before I got dressed for work. And you know, burnout is something that affects all of us. It's true. It's real. It's out there. And we have to manage burnout. We have to manage ourselves because as a speech pathologist I know for a fact that when I go I go I don't stop I have one speed and that's on and it's really fast and throughout the day I just go so fast and I look down at my watch and it's already like four o'clock so it's like wow where'd the time go I mean I'm always getting up early around four thirty, five o'clock I do my exercises I stay active and when I go to work I mean I work I go 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 and it's just non-stop and I know employees they're busy too their schedules are full it's a busy job you know what I'm talking about our profession we help other people and when you help and give and give and give we need to recharge ourselves and so it's a part of life that we have to take care of we have to take care of ourselves we have to take care of our health we have to control burnout and I wanted to talk about nine different things we can do as speech pathologists to help with burnout and I hope this is a good topic for you and as always down below you can look at the comments so you know give me some comments how do you manage your burnout when you get tired When you're just overboard, what do you do to help yourself? So the first thing I wanted to talk about is exercise. Exercise is probably one of the most important things in my life. I like to run. I love to run on a treadmill. I'm not much of a runner when it comes to outside because, you know, I'm going to be 47 here pretty quick and it hurts my knees. So I like to go to the Jewish Community Center. We have a nice JCC here in Tucson. They have a beautiful area where you can run upstairs and you've got this glass around you and you can look at all the beautiful landscape here in Tucson, Arizona. It's gorgeous and I love to run on that treadmill and after that I hit the steam room and then after that I hit the jacuzzi and I can stretch. So you know when you're in your late 40s you got to do that stuff right? So but really exercise, walking, hiking, running, that's what I do and it keeps my heart rate down. It keeps me from getting frustrated and angry all the time. I mean it's true. I've got to exercise. Another thing I want to talk about is diet. Now my other half, she's a vegan and she's been trying to get me to go this whole vegan thing. I haven't gotten there yet. I do admit I like to sneak off once in a while and go to Five Guys and get a burger and that's not cool with a vegan but I still am there every morning when I wake up. She's got her white tea and steamed soy with two honeys and I've got my latte on with whole milk and I know, I know. But I'm just not there yet. Or at home, sometimes I'll have me a nice PG Tips tea with a little bit of sugar and some milk. And I know, I know I'm working on it. But I try not to drink 
all the Coca-Colas. For those of you who know me, look, I don't even have to eat. I keep three things in the work fridge. I keep palm juice, that pomegranate juice. I've got that acai, I think that's how you say it, that juice that you get at Costco, and then Mexican Coke. So those three things I could live off of. But, you know, I'm trying to change my diet. I don't eat a lot of red meat. I try to eat more vegetables, you know, brown rice, etc., etc. You know, I'm not perfect. But I am trying to change my diet. So, But I do go to the doctor every year, and he says to me that I'm in pretty good health. My heart rate is good, and my cholesterol is good. So, you know, I do watch it. And being from southeast Louisiana, it's one of those things you do have to watch because I swear, if I still lived in southeast Louisiana, it would be a problem. Another thing I want to talk to you about is acupuncture. Now, Stephanie, my other half, she is a licensed acupuncturist. She trained in China. She's got a lot of cool skills when it comes to acupuncture. So I am the lucky recipient of acupuncture needles. When I'm all stressed out and freaked out, you know, it'll be, there's a needle right in between my eyes and there's another needle right in my calf or she puts them all over the place and it really does help. And I've noticed I get a really good sleep when I am the recipient of an acupuncture needle. So I don't know, you might want to look into that. That does kind of calm me down. And I know for a fact, as an employer who hires many speech pathologists and assistants and therapists in general, I know there's a personality type to us therapists, right? And it's generally type A, very dedicated, stressed. I mean, you know the profile type, right? Anyway, check out some acupuncture that'll help us de-stress, right? Oh, also, too, there's an acronym called HALT, Hungry, Angry, Lonely, Tired. You know, when I get stressed, when I get into HALT, I need some acupuncture. Another thing I wanted to mention is a vacation or a staycation. Those things are awesome. And, you know, those listeners on this podcast, when you look at some of the images, you'll see that some of those pictures come from Hyatt's. Hilton's here in the Phoenix area. Sometimes they might be pictures of Hawaii. When I take my son over to the North Shore, Hawaii, we stay in a little tool shed. It's gorgeous. It's the nicest tool shed you'll ever see because it's on the beach on the North Shore, Oahu. Gorgeous. Right across from Ted's Bakery where you get that nice chocolate cream pie. You know, that's the place right around Sunset Beach. You know, that's a beautiful location to have a vacation, but we like to take a lot of staycations. So up here in Phoenix, which is about an hour and a half north of Tucson, we have the ability to stay in some pretty cool resorts, some nice resorts with all kinds of beautiful amenities. And it's just nice to have a break, like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of a deal so I can recharge my brain, clear my head and continue to run this company. And it's just nice to have that luxury to you know, spend time with my family, Stephanie and my son, Connor, who is also nonstop. He's a soccer player and he's just so active and he's 10 and he is just go, 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 kind of like his dad, right? But you know, it's nice to have a vacation or a staycation. When I was working in a nursing home one time, I was speaking to this elderly lady. She was about 96 years old. She was always up and going and just all over the place. And I said, you know, how do you do it? And she says, reservations. That's how I do it. You always have to have 
reservation somewhere, reservations at a hotel, reservations on a plane, really stuck with me. So I tried to do that. Another thing that will avoid burnout is delegating tasks. This is something that can be pretty scary when you're starting out in your own business. And, you know, if you've listened to my earlier podcast, you'll know that I do not borrow money from banks. I don't like to borrow money. I want to fund everything myself. And so when you start getting payments from patients and insurance companies, you want to take care of that money and hold on to it so you can afford to hire somebody to help you. It's kind of like gears in a car. When you get into a car and you shift it in first gear, you can only go up to about 2,500 RPM. Then you have to shift into second gear and then you'll see the RPMs go down to about a thousand. That's what you want to do when you get up to about 2,500, 3,000 rounds per minute on your engine there. When it comes to work, it's time to shift into second gear or hire an employee to help you. And when you do that, when you delegate those tasks, you will find that you will have less burnout, less headaches, and that person that you hired will pay for themselves over and over and over again. And also don't forget that payroll is an expense in a business and that can decrease your overall tax liability. Another thing is avoid toxic people. I'm going to say it again. Avoid toxic people. If you have people in your life who are toxic, who are sucking the life out of you, who you feel that you have to babysit, you know what I'm talking about. Don't settle for that. Why do I have to settle for toxic people? That can be one of the largest things that will cause burnout in your life is having toxic people in your immediate lifestyle. You don't want toxic people in your life. Another thing is, and again, I'm not going hippie on you or all religious, but meditation and have some kind of spiritual connection with a higher power. Now, when I say this, it really helps when I wake up to meditate or have some quiet time so I can reflect and plan. That whole piece is very important when it comes to avoiding burnout. So another thing is spend time with animals. Now, Stephanie, she's the other half and she brought this one up actually. And you know, in the last podcast, you heard me talk about, we just adopted another wiener dog. We have now two wiener dogs and four cats, but it's really nice when I come home and they got all these little wagon tails looking at me and they all want attention. And it feels good to have animals around. And when I'm not at home or when Stephanie's at work, we drop all the animals off. Not the cats. The cats are another thing. We don't own the cats. The cats own us. But we drop the dogs off over at Stephanie's mom's house and she watches the dogs. But it's such a blessing when I come home to have those cute little eyes and little wagging tails looking at me. So, you know, spending time with animals definitely helps avoid burnout too. And Also, the last thing I want to talk about to avoid burnout is have a schedule. You know, when you have a schedule, you tend to put boundaries on yourself. Now, this is very important, folks. You don't want to sit around at your office and wait until 6 o'clock for people to show up for speech therapy. Create some scarcity. And I've mentioned this in other podcasts, but it's very important to remember. If you want to have a schedule... Stick to the schedule. If someone says, hey, I need my speech therapy, you can say, look, I have a Monday available or a Wednesday available. I have a two o'clock or I have a four o'clock. Otherwise, I'm full or I just don't have that availability. That's what you want to say. And when you stick to your guns, have some boundaries, 
put a schedule in place, you will find that you're less frustrated because you aren't sitting here waiting for people till six o'clock and they call you at 5.15 and go, you know, we can't make that appointment. I'm so sorry. And you're like, you know what I'm talking about because it happens all the time. That's when you have to cut people off. That's when you have to say, you know what, you've done that twice. Unfortunately, we're going to put you on the waiting list and we'll call you when something else opens up. So don't forget that creating a schedule, sticking to your schedule, whatever that is, it might be, you know, getting up at four. 30, going to the gym, going for a walk, sticking to your schedule will avoid burnout as well. So those have been nine tips on how to avoid burnout. So I hope this has been helpful. And as always, if you have any questions about your private practice, or if you want to grow and scale your private practice and work with me, email me, kyle at privateslp.com. Again, if you're interested in the perfect student, put the perfect student in the subject line. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup Podcast. For more information on Speech Therapy Private Practice Startup or to stay connected with Kyle, please visit privateslp.com.